A good humor. What the heck's going on in Champaign, Illinois with Brett Bielema? They, they have a real shot to get to. Frazier's got it! And the Big Ten Championship is in And now, broadcasting live and local from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks, the great Bambino, and Eric Fry. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in, uh, welcome back, welcome to a Tuesday that feels like a Monday, because mm-hmm. the post holiday, as it's the start of lineup, we're back, we're here on the air, we're here for the next hour here on ESPN Radio, what's happening, we're back better than ever, Travis Sparks, Eric Fry here with you, and uh, coming up, we got a lot to uh, recap from that extended weekend, that extended uh, sports weekend. We got to all encompass uh, that. We got some local sports to uh, hit up on there from the last time that we uh, talked to you, as well as get you set up for the local action today as some holiday tournaments are underway and they get underway today and tonight. So we'll take a look at those, including a pair of matchups that our teams are involved in today. And we'll also be uh, looking at the NFL slate from, uh, well, the last three days, you had action on Saturday, of course, Sunday, of course, and had Monday, Christmas Day, football day as well, including that uh, big matchup there on Monday Night Football that didn't exactly live up to uh, the uh, hype, but uh, we'll uh, talk about that as well as we got to get uh, the uh, uh, bragging rights as well. It's usually a line eye Tuesday, so we got enough time to hit up on uh, that as uh, I think I don't think that we've stopped bragging about bragging rights on uh, Friday, the dominating victory against uh, Mizzou. And we will be talking about uh, that as well as we'll give you the top three, top three moments from the sports weekend. And we got a lot to uh, count down because we had an extended sports weekend. So, We'll try to encompass all of it and whatever we don't get to here in the treasure show, we'll get to in the uh, podcast in some sort of a fashion uh, there. So for us to even download uh, that wherever you find your favorite pods, iTunes, Spotify, and even our website, fmradio.com, is a good source uh, for uh, that information as well. And make sure you stay tuned to uh, the uh, podcasting feed because we don't have a lot more time left in uh, 2023. And uh, that is a tradition uh, like we always have around here in the starting lineup. Uh, we look back at the year in review and 
and the uh, end of the year pod where we count down to the top 10 of sports stories of 2023 is going to be coming into your feed as well to uh, close out of 2023. So make sure you got those eyeball emojis locked in to uh, that eventually coming down the pipeline yep. uh, there. One of our favorite shows that we look at every single year, everything that made 2023 great and uh, glorious at the local and national level mm-hmm. and so we count them down so make sure you stick around for that look forward to it absolutely one of the best pods uh, that we do and one of the ones that we look forward to every uh, single year so make sure to uh, stick around for that and make sure to stick around uh, for uh, today because we got a lot to talk about and a lot of good things to uh, hit up on so uh, we need to get it started and we need to get it started with first things first before we get into the show. First things first. And like I mentioned, a lot of stuff happening on the sports weekend and a lot of things happening in the NFL world over the past three days. And we had a triple header on Christmas Day there as they kind of took over the day as it usually belongs to the NBA, Mm -hmm. but not this year due to it falling on a Monday. And uh, man, things kind of got started there with the Raiders and the Chiefs and we said it a couple weeks ago, but I think that it's becoming more truer by the day. The Chiefs, they're broken. They're not who we thought they were, and we not they aren't who we hoped they would be as uh, they lost here 20-14 to against the Raiders, and it was just another miserable day. The Grinch, or the Raiders, as they come into Arrowhead and they spoil the festivities on Christmas Day, and the Chiefs just look blech. They look awful. And it looked to be self-destructing before our eyes. Well, and Travis, there's a couple of things to this. So I agree. I I think, you know, all of the Chiefs wide receivers got butterfingers in their stockings. Oh, man. um, Because none of them, including Mr. Kelsey, can hold on to the football when it's passed to them. Yeah. But, Travis, I think this is also a, a situation of a team that is desperate for a win in order to keep their playoff hopes alive, and the Raiders, knowing they needed to win. Mm -hmm. They couldn't not win this game. They had to get this win. A win still keeps them alive in the division, let alone the wild card. Mm -hmm. And a Chiefs team that, for whatever reason, is very complacent right now. Yeah. That they think that they are top dogs, should be the top dogs, and everything is fine. And it's not. Yeah. And you're not. Mm-hmm. You're not the same team you've been the past two, three, four years. Yeah, they're the most vulnerable that we've seen them in the Patrick Mahomes era. And I don't know I don't know if it's outside distractions. I don't know if it is just a fact of the rest of the league has figured it out. I don't know if Patrick Mahomes is regressing from what he was. I don't know I don't know. Yeah, I, I can't really put my uh, pulse on it either, but it just looked like the wide receivers have regressed so much. I yeah. don't know if it's just so much Patrick Mahomes, but the receiving core has just regressed so much from uh, last year. They kind of had a chip on their shoulder a year ago with people saying that they couldn't play with Tyreek, and uh, then they went out and they went 
went to the Super Bowl and won it all mm-hmm. there. And it just looks like these receivers, they can't hold on to the football. And it just looks like they have no idea what they're doing. As soon as they go in motion, they have no idea. And uh, they are just in a tailspin. And uh, they looks like they are just drowning right now. And uh, I've never seen, like, Kelsey threw his helmet down. Uh, Patrick is yelling at the offensive line, mm-hmm. which happens from time to time. But it just looks like they are self-destructing and they're vulnerable. They're in a place where they are they don't know. They've never been like this, mm-hmm. and they don't know how to react. And uh, they are reacting the bad way. And uh, they are not going to be a number one seed. They're going to have to go on the road into the postseason. That's something that Patrick Mahomes has never done. Mm-hmm. And like you said, I don't know what it is, if it's the outside distractions or not. But uh, it just showed you what the Raiders win meant to the interim coach, Antonio Pierce, there after the game. He was emotional uh, after the game and just kind of how big that was. And, you know, the Raiders are just – they just have a knack of finding interim coaches that make their team ready to play. I don't know about them hiring coaches, but their interim coaches are always pretty good. And it looks like they found another one. And Antonio Pierce just had him ready to play and kind of embodies him as he was as a player and they uh, wanted the game a lot more than the Chiefs did yesterday. And to me, Travis, I think it's a case of he should be the he he interim should not be with his name next year. Yeah, I think because this, this Raiders win, team has performed so much better with him there. Yeah, right. So I I think for sure you have to you you have to make him your coach. He's earned it. Yeah, and he has the earn, he's earned the trust of those players in the locker room. I think so. They absolutely love him, and uh, that proved the Raiders to a seven and eight, and that drops the Chiefs down to a nine and six. And uh, I know nine and six, sky's falling. But I mean, like I said, we've never seen the Chiefs look like this. Yeah, in a long time. And again, you know, another part of it, Travis, and I, I, I think a lot of people are not wanting to talk about it and that is um this chief's defense i think covered up a lot the past couple of years they weren't amazing but they made the right plays at the right time to hide a lot of what was happening yeah they're not playing that way this year Hmm. and i think it's being exposed yeah this offense is best playing ahead and they haven't been able to do that this year yeah no not really there's a lot of the blame goes to the wide receivers travis but there's no run game there's a lot that is not going right for the chiefs yep it seems like for the past couple of years they're kind of like uh all the good teams over the past decade i mean they kind of just used a running back by committee uh really um, but, but you still have to establish a run. You still have to have some form of a run just to keep yeah. defenses honest. Yeah. And Pacheco's been been all right, but he's been banged up over the last couple of weeks and got banged up there yesterday. And maybe that's another thing. Maybe the injury bug is finally catching up to the Chiefs. Yeah. I don't know what's wrong with them, but uh, they got to figure it out in the last couple of weeks mm-hmm. and uh, going into the playoffs. That's for sure. 
the Eagles, they won against the uh, Giants 33-25, and uh, the Blue might be off the rose for Tommy DeVito as he got yanked from the game, and uh, Tyrod Taylor ended up having to take over. And, uh, the Eagles won 33-25, to but there might be some trouble in paradise uh, there. You had, just like the Chiefs, you have people yelling at each other on the sidelines, and that could just be men in the heat of battle and whatnot, but yeah, the Boo Birds out yesterday in uh, Philadelphia. Mm. Why you're 11 and four? I don't understand, but because it's Philadelphia. Exactly, exactly. They can turn on you on yep. the drop of a dime, drop of a hat. Yep, it's Philly, and they might be. I don't know. Maybe they are a little vulnerable as well after getting blown out by uh, Dallas there a couple weeks ago, and they had a three-game losing streak. But uh, they beat the Giants and. They got a pretty soft schedule. They got the Giants again here in uh, the last three weeks. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but Philly, 11-4, got the win on Christmas Day. Then everyone was kind of waiting for this one. Everyone uh, hyped it up, and, I mean, rightfully so. He had number one in the AFC, number one in the NFC, as it was the Ravens against 49ers. And, oof, 49ers, I mean, they had the 2 nothing lead. Thanks to that official that tripped uh, Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. They ended up in that safety. But really, ever since then, the Ravens, they turned over Brock Purdy. They turned over San Francisco five times. But Brock Purdy, he may have just thrown himself out of the MVP races. Four picks last night. A couple of those were were tipped. I know that one where that guy almost sacked him and then uh, ended up in an interception off a tip pass. But uh, Baltimore was impressive there last night. They won 33-19 to over the 49ers, and uh, the game wasn't really uh, close uh, for the hyped matchup that we got. Yeah, and, you know, to me, Travis, uh, I still am not 100% sure if I'm ready to trust Baltimore, but this was a statement win by the Ravens. Yeah, Everyone keeps saying, you know, can this team be trusted when we talked about the postseason? This was a good 49ers team they beat. Mm-hmm. It just, I still don't know if I can trust them in the postseason, but they did a great job yesterday stopping this 49 49ers team that a lot of people were saying are the Super Bowl favorites. Yeah. And Brock Purdy looked like mystery relevant yesterday. <laughs> yeah, not the not the best. He looked like where you drafted him. <laughs> yeah. Not the best performance no. uh, there. Uh, four picks and had that one in the red zone as well that kind of killed the uh, 49ers' momentum that they had in the early going. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, not uh, not so good. But uh, Lamar Jackson, he was uh, good and making plays, keeping drives alive and whatnot. He looked like the uh, playmaker, looked like the MVP of a few years ago uh, for Lamar. And I uh, threw uh, touchdowns there to uh, Zay Flowers, the outstanding rookie, and uh, Nelson Aguilar as well, and spread of the wealth around receiving the ball mm-hmm. as well as looked like a bunch of different guys had more than uh, three catches. I mean, Zay had nine, but no one else had more than three. So spread of the wealth there. And I would agree with the statement win for Baltimore mm-hmm. uh, there. Uh, last night and on uh, Sunday a couple of matchups that uh, that everyone around here would uh, care about the Bears uh, they won over the uh, Cardinals doing what they need to do they won 27 to 2 uh, 16 uh, there over Arizona on Sunday 
So they got a nice Christmas present with a win. And Arizona. again, not yet eliminated from the postseason are the yeah, Bears. Yeah, exactly. You know, six and nine, nah. still in the hunt. If they finish at five hundred. Travis, I think it'll be a win for the Bears team. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I think so. I don't know what it is, but something's happened the second half of the season. They guys, uh, they were good rushing the football mm-hmm. against the Cardinals on a Sunday. Very Herbert had uh, over a hundred yards. Uh, Fields had uh, ninety-seven yards and a touchdown, and he also had a throwing touchdown. As well. As we've talked, they have yet to beat anyone good during this stretch. So, Yeah. Yeah. But all that matters is they keep getting wins. I mean, yes, you're winning the games you're supposed to. but and They beat the Lions, Eric. Well, I guess that's true. That's one team. I knew that they'd be a good team a couple weeks ago. That was the Lions. One team. <laughs> they probably should have won the game against Cleveland, but they didn't. But they didn't. Yeah, well, I'll admit that they didn't. But uh, Bears six and nine on the campaign uh, for them on Sunday. Uh, let's see elsewhere. The Colts they ended up falling on their face against the Falcons. Falcons won twenty nine to ten, and that one, despite who's the quarterback for Atlanta, they don't know. But Heineke was the player that got the start for Atlanta and ended up leading the. Went over the Colts. Travis, don't sleep on the Falcons. They're a game out of the postseason right now. Well, yeah, and somebody's got to win the South. Well, yeah, but even so, Travis, if you're talking wild card, they're a game behind Seattle right now. Yeah. They're tied with Minnesota. They are. NFC is awful this year. Yeah. Very top-heavy. I mean, the AFC is getting pretty uh, murky. As yeah, well. but the NFC, Travis, you have four teams with double digits wins already. Yeah. It is so top-heavy. Yeah, it is. Uh, the, uh, let's see, uh, elsewhere, the uh, uh, the Lions, they did it. They won against the uh, Vikings. They improved 11-4, and they clinched the NFC North. Yes. 30-24 to over Minnesota. So Congratulations. The Lions yes. are division champs. First time ever. First time ever for Detroit. Or at wow. least since ninety since they made the north, south, east, and west before it was the west, central, and east. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, the Lions having a great season and they uh beat Minnesota there to clinch the north. Uh the Jets they won over the Commanders thirty to twenty eight. Uh the uh, Seahawks won against the uh, Titans twenty to seventeen. As Geno Smith comes up in clutch there late in the game to take the lead. Uh, the Packers only won by three over the Panthers, 33-30. to High-scoring affair. Uh, the Browns got the win over the uh, Texans, 36-22. And uh, Joe Flacco, again, approving that he's elite. Three touchdowns. And Amari Cooper, yes, that Amari Cooper, 11 grabs, 265 yards, and two uh, touchdowns there. Hopefully he uh, did you well in the uh, fantasy uh, playoffs if you had a uh, Amari Cooper uh, there. Certainly in uh, press LeBron did uh, Flacco's efforts uh, there. LeBron showed him some love. Uh, the Bucks got the win over the Jaguars, 32-12. Uh, Trevor Lawrence exits the game here with an uh, injury, and the Bucks won easily and they now lead in the south now with the falcons winning uh but the bucks have an eight and seven record 
the Saints lost all the way back on Thursday, if you remember. And, well, the Panthers are the Panthers. Uh, the Dolphins, they also got a, a big win in that matchup there in Miami over the Cowboys, 22-20. to As there was a late field goal in that one that Miami uh, won it on uh, there. But all that matters is Miami came away with the dub. Mm-hmm. Even though kind of surprising, but everyone in America got to see this game with the Dolphins and Cowboys, except for the people in Arizona and Illinois. We got the Bears Cardinals. Lucky us. Lucky us is right, indeed. Uh, got to see the very end of that game, uh, though they cut in on the, the game-winning field goal. Uh, the Patriots, they also pulled off the upset against the uh, Broncos, and that uh, hurts the Broncos' chances at the playoffs. 26-23. The uh, Patriots pull it out there with a field goal there by uh, Ryland, Chad Ryland, 56-yard game winner after having a tough night there in Denver. He missed a field goal, wasn't even close. kind of looked like that San Francisco 49ers-Bears game all those years ago with the wind. How bad did he miss that kick? Maybe it wasn't quite that bad, bub. He missed a pretty, pretty wide, and then he hit the loudest doink ever. Sounded like an explosion off the goalpost, but he gets the last laugh and so do the Patriots 26-23 with the dub over the Broncos, who are now 7-8 and on the season there. And on a Saturday, if you forgot, the Steelers won in dominating fashion over the uh, Bengals 34-11. to was the final there. And uh, the Bills won over the Chargers 24-22 to push the Bills to nine and six on the season there so that was everything uh, that happened in the uh, nfl this extended weekend and we got two more weeks that's it left in the uh, regular season thursday night football will uh, start there and the jets and browns are scheduled to be there and the browns 10 and 5 after their win on a sunday and then uh, we have a, a Saturday game on uh, December 30th as it's the boys. Should be a good one there. Cowboys favored by six and a half. The Bears, they host the uh, Falcons. The Raiders are in Indy to take on the uh, Colts. Sunday night football this week is the Packers and uh, Vikings. And uh, due to uh, college football on um, Monday, I think that's the only reason why there's no Monday night football game this week. Just the mm. Packers and Vikings on NBC on mm. Sunday Night Football there. All right, so uh, that will do it for uh, the NFL. And uh, coming up, we'll be taking a look at uh, some uh, local sports, a uh, local uh, schedule that happened over the last couple of days of during the break. And also, we'll take a look at the tournaments that get underway today as well. Coming up next here on the start lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. In 2021, the Effingham County Sheriff's Office received over 200 reports of fraud, forgery, and scams. This is your Effingham County Sheriff Paul Coons reminding you that if someone contacts you that you don't know with an offer that sounds too good to be true, it is. Please shop with our local trusted area businesses and craftsmen who work hard to maintain their reputation. If you think that you've been the target of a potential scam, call your local police to report it. You may prevent someone else from being taken advantage of. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. 
Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. The Cromwell Media Group of Illinois operate radio stations WCRC, WCRA, WHQQ to be an equal opportunity employer dedicated to providing broad outreach regarding job vacancies. We seek the help of local organizations in referring qualified applicants to our stations. Organizations that wish to receive our vacancy information should contact Cindy Hansen, EEO Manager, at 217-428-4487. That's 217-428-4487. Texting privacy policy in terms of conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting enrolls for recurring automated text marketing messages. Message data rates may apply. Reply stop, stop, stop. Binges, blackouts, regret, shame, trying and failing to drink less or quit. Hi, I'm Jonathan, founder of War Health. I know how skinny much can be because I struggled with alcohol misuse for most of my adult life. But I also know that it is possible to drink less or quit. And medication can help. Now, Trexone is a safe, effective medication that makes it easier to cut back or quit drinking. So you don't have to rely on willpower alone. I started War Health to make access to Naltrexone convenient and private to help people like me regain control over alcohol. If you're ready to stop drinking or just drink less, text CONTROL to 200-300 to get a secure link to Or Health's private online assessment. Our licensed medical professionals will evaluate your assessment, and if medication is right for you, prescribe it online. We'll deliver your prescription right to your door. No doctor's office visits required. Text the word CONTROL to 200-300 to get started today. That's CONTROL to 200-300. And now... Eric Price Sports Center update. The Colts reportedly believe they could get wide receiver Paris Campbell back from injury before season's end. Campbell underwent foot surgery after catching a touchdown in the week six win over the Titan tight Texans has been working to return since. The starting lineup. Welcome back in to the starting lineup. Travis Sparks here, and that's Eric Fry stumbling and bumbling through the you Sports know, Center read. What? They, they need to get uh, similar teams that have the same name out of the same division. Titans? Titans Texans? and Texans. Hmm. Both start with T's. Get them out of there. On 98.9 The Game. Welcome back to the start of lineup here on 98 on the game, ESPN Radio. Let's talk about uh, some local sports, some local sports uh, that happen on a Friday and a Saturday is where we are beginning uh, there in high school boys of basketball. I'll just start there from uh, the top, work our way down as a Charleston one against uh, Taylorville, 54 to uh, 37 was the uh, final score. And in the uh, Lincoln Prairie, it was Arcola winning over Tri-County, 61-46 in a game uh, there in the LPC as well. It was a rematch of the uh, matchup that we saw in the uh, Thanksgiving uh, tournament, but it was Okaw Valley winning this round over Cumberland, 62-33. I got a running clock going there mm-hmm. in uh, the uh, fourth quarter and a tough night uh, for uh, the uh, Pirates as Okaw Valley uh, takes that one. Uh, winning in a, a blowout against the Pirates. Yeah, it was 17-5, to Travis, after the first quarter. <laughs> it was just wow. all downhill for Cumberland. At yeah. the half, they trailed. Um, you know, it just 
it seemed like nothing could go in for Cumberland. It, it, you know, the the one the one person who stood out, Travis, like you said, Cumberland ended up with thirty three points. Mm-hmm. Blake McMeekin had seventeen of those thirty three for Cumberland. Blake's not someone who's usually a scorer. Mm-hmm. That's not what he does. Right. But if he can step up and be that scorer, that'd be great for the Pirates because they need that on offense. Mm-hmm. They need someone to consistently start scoring. And if yeah. Blake can step up and be that guy, that's great for the Pirates. Mm-hmm. So maybe that is a good thing that came out of this, is that Blake can get some confidence that he can be the leading scorer on this team. Right. And he needs to be because no one else last night, uh, Friday night, Travis, had more than five points other than uh, Zach Harmon, who had six. Mm-hmm. So you weren't getting a lot of offense from anyone. Right, so yeah. someone has to step up and take shots. And, again, you're going into now, as we'll talk about in a little bit, the Vandalia Holiday Tournament, where you're one of these smaller schools, and you're one of the schools that's not playing great right now. Mm-hmm. Last two games have not been good for the Pirates. So you you, you got to work on something here, especially playing the amount of games that Cumberland is playing, including a rematch for the third time against Oka Valley later this week. Yeah, later this week, he sees the, the Timberwolves once yep. again. Yep. Uh, in the uh, little line eye, we had uh, two uh, good ones there, heavyweight matchups there on uh, Friday, and it was Tuscola pulling out the win over KZ 47-45. Of course, this game was uh, close uh, throughout. Tuscola number one in a ton of rankings. They were number one in the AP rankings in uh, 1A. They were number one in the Nestro rankings as well, and uh, close throughout. But Tuscola pulls it out and winning by two over the uh, Warriors. Couldn't pull out a last-second shot on that one. Uh, but uh, the Warriors for Tuscola winning that one. And they're still undefeated. They're like 11-12-0 right now. And they'll be headed to the Monticello Holiday Hoopla there in Casey. They're over in uh, Indiana involved in that uh uh, tournament that they are yeah, always the, involved in. Yeah, I, over in Terre Haute. Exactly, it's a big one. Yeah. There's a couple of Illinois teams and a lot of Indiana teams. Mm-hmm. We're always root for the Illinois teams to get the wins. Absolutely. Um, and then also another one uh, that was entertaining on a Friday, that was Newton and uh, Dietrich as Newton came away with the win 52-50 to as the uh, Eagles, they led by four after their first quarter, 17-13, to and they also had the four-point lead at halftime as well, 30-26, to but Dietrich evened it up there after three quarters of play. They were tied at 40 heading into the final quarter, and Newton outscored them there 12-10 to in that quarter. Thereas Nichols had 16 for Newton. Parker Wolf also had 15. And Oates had 13 as well for Newton. Uh, Lucas Wessendorf, 25 points for Dietrich. Uh, Gephardt was right there in double figures with 10, but no other Maroon in double figures. Uh, there, new now nine and three on the uh, season. Uh, Central and M won over Unity Christian seventy and twenty four in the St. Teresa Holiday Tournament. Uh, Staunton won over Bunker Hill sixty one thirty three in the Arthur Knights Classic in the girls basketball. Shelbyville picked up the win over Heritage seventy four to thirty two. Arthur won over Rantoul forty eight thirty five, and it was Winds to Straws victorious over Decatur Eisenhower fifty nine to twenty nine, and in the uh, Christman won over Unity Christian 33 to 19, and the Riverton Christmas tournament at Deer Creek won over Central A&M 44 23. 
one of the first losses there for Central A&M in girls basketball. Uh, Mount Pulaski won over Pena, 56-39. And Porta won over North Mac, 59-47. Uh, action there in the Arthur Classic in uh, girls basketball on Saturday. It was Windsor Sioux Strauss pulling, pulling out the win over uh, Shelbyville. And that one was a, a 71-59 a final score. And that game went into overtime uh, there. But it was the Hatchets uh, prevailing uh, there and uh, that propelled Windsor into the uh, championship game and uh, they uh, met the team that beat Chrisman that was Arthur they won over Chrisman 38 to 22 to uh, qualify for the championship and it was Arthur winning uh, their own uh, tournament championship the, Arth uh, the Knights Classic 56 to 49 was the final score there Ella Kinkler led the way for the hatchet she had 14 Samantha Hayes with 13 and a Kidger Hayes with a 12 as well for uh, Windsor Stu Straws and uh, those three girls Kinkler Sam and Kidger Hayes were all part of the all tournament team as well but uh, Windsor finishing in second place uh, there in uh, that one uh, seventh place game went to Decatur Eisenhower. They won over Unity Christian, 40 to 39. And the third place game went to uh, Rantoul over Heritage, 51 to a 36. Final score there. That was the action from the uh, holiday break, and it continues with holiday tournaments getting underway uh, today here in uh, boys uh, basketball. Uh, we just had the Dietrich holiday tournament a tip off there with the uh, Maroons and Ramsey. They were uh, scheduled to go off at 11.30. Uh, South Central follows them against Red Hill. Sullivan against Grayville. County Herrick Beecher City against Ramsey at 4 o'clock. And Red Hill against Sullivan at 5.30. In the Cesar Valier Holiday Tournament, the uh, three-seed Waltonville against the six-seed Marissa Coulterville. That's going to get started at 3 o'clock, tipping off that tournament. The two-seed Redbud against the seven-seed Cesar at 4.30. And then following that game, we'll have coverage Troy over on a Jack FM, approximately a 6 o'clock, but we do have those two games before that. The 4-seed Altamont against the 5-seed DeCoin, and uh, that game will be heard over on Jack. And so Altamont defending a tournament at Champions here mm -hmm. as uh, they'll be uh, one of the favorites in uh, the uh, tournament, you would uh, think, but they are the 4-seed this year. There's a lot of good quality teams there despite the uh, field being cut in half with only eight teams appearing uh, there as well. Waltonville could be uh, silent there as, as the three seed to potentially go far as well. But uh, we'll see what Altamont has in store after their win against Marshall on Thursday uh, there. So at least they're coming in off a win. And then following Altamont's game will be the number one seed of Goreville taking on the A seed and New Athens at a 7-30 approximately. Vandalia Holiday a Tournament, uh, they're already underway as the first game got started at 9-30 as Greenville, the number one seed, took on the 10th seed of Chrysler Rock Lutheran. Um, the four seed of Macon Meridian against the A seed of Pena also uh, started at 11 a.m. I was going to say, I got updates. Yes, please. Uh, first of all, we got an upset, upset Travis. Game one of the Vandalia Holiday oh, Tournament. Oh, man. Christ our Rock Lutheran, the 10 seed, beat the 1 seed Greenville 59 to 40. Wow, got to be ready to play at 930. Yes, and wow. Macon Meridian currently in the second quarter, beating Pena 38 to 20. I love it. So, in fact, uh, Meridian has outscored Pena nineteen to nothing in that second quarter. Ooh, wow! Yeah. 
off and running uh-huh. for Macon. It was 20 to 19 after one. Oof. Uh, Analette, by the way. Sure. You know, they've gone over in and the got cold. second quarter. <laughs> uh, following that uh, game, uh, the sixth seed Okaw Valley against the ninth seed Nokomis, approximately at 1230. Uh, the, uh, Chrysler Rock back in action at a 330 against uh, Flora to begin uh, the uh, second session of the day. And then uh, we see the Cumberland Pirates there approximately 5 o'clock. They'll be taking on the three seed as Shelbyville, and that game's over on a WCRA in 99.5, 107.7. 10:90 a.m. Yeah, uh, looking to see if Cumberland can rebound. Uh, obviously, upsets are in the air there in Vandalia, yeah. so just don't let your seed, you know, di- dictate how you do. But you know, this all this tournament always feels like it's it's you know kind of a, a hard one to guess and figure out because some of the good teams don't do so well, and some of the teams that aren't ranked very highly do okay and seven and four on the season they just got done beating neoga by you know almost 30 points cumberland just barely beat neoga by two when they faced off so mm. if you go by that then it may be a tough night there for the pirates right yeah they also have uh, another common opponent oka valley uh they lost the rams lost to mm-hmm. uh, the t-wolves 64 to 57 on december 1st yep um they've also played uh windsor's two straws a couple of times my bad that's okay (laughs) uh the uh rams got the loss on the second game of the season it's the hatchets 54 to 49 but they did beat the hatchets on december 8th 73 sarah gordo who just got done beating the pirates um, right about a week or so ago right yeah that was the first game Mm -hmm. of the season Mm -hmm. uh there uh so rams seven and four on the air coming into the uh, Vandalia tournament yep uh, action continues there as they do have a couple more games following Cumberland, uh, the two-seed of Andelia against the six-seed of Ocala Valley. So Ocala Valley, double day for them. And uh, Greenville, first game of the day, already lost, and they'll take on the five-seed Flora later on to close it out at 8 o'clock for their double day as well. Monticello Holiday Hoopla there. Clinton and Ridgeview, they got underway at 10 a.m. Uh, Monticello squared off against Nioga, and that game uh, was scheduled to tip off in just a few minutes ago. Tuscola against Oakwood at 2 o'clock. Paxson Buckley Loda against Gibson City. Melvin Shibley at 3.30. Uh, Nioga's got another game at 6 o'clock against Clinton. And Monticello against Ridgeview at 7.30 to close out that day on the uh, boys' side. On the girls' side, we have uh, the Dietrich Holiday Tournament beginning of there. South Central and in Yoga, they got, uh, sorry, South Central and Dietrich got started at 10 a.m. Uh, Red Hill against Arcola, supposed to be tipped off a couple minutes ago. Cumberland against uh, South Central at 1 o'clock. Brownstown against Red Hill at 2.30. Arcola squaring off against Casey at 4. And Dietrich closes out the night against Marshall at 5.30. And in the Monticello Holiday Hoopla on the uh, girls' side, uh, Nioga scored off against Monticello at 10 a.m. Uh, Clinton against Ridgeview at 11.30. Uh, Gibson City uh, uh, took on Paxton Buckley Loda at 2 o'clock. Tuscola against Tri-Valley at 3.30. Ridgeview against Monticello at 6. And Nioga closes out the night there on the girls' side as well against Clinton at 7.30 approximately. 
there at the uh, Monticello Holiday Hoopla. Mm-hmm. There. And we'll have uh, scores and updates throughout the day and uh, especially the finals on the website, fmradio.com, uh, and click on our local sports tab. Yep. So you can check out all the scores uh, there on uh, the uh, website. Uh, there, I was checking to see on our trusty app if we got any uh, updates on those games. I did see that South Central uh, won against Dietrich 52 to 44 on the Dietrich Holiday Tournament side at that game at 10 o'clock. Gotcha. So, uh, South Central started off the tournament with the W over the Maroons. All right, so we move along here, and we move along, and we move along into the action that happened there on a Friday night as well. It was bragging rights, and it was Illinois, Missouri, and Illinois takes back the bragging rights trophy with the blowout victory against the Tigers, and we'll overreact to that coming up next here on the Star Lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Winter storms create a higher risk of car accidents, hypothermia, frostbite, carbon monoxide poisoning, and heart attacks from overexertion. Winter storms, including blizzards, can bring extreme cold, freezing rain, snow, ice, and high winds. These storms can last a few hours or several days. Winter weather can cut off heat, power, and communication services for undetermined periods of time. Prepare now for what this winter may bring. This is Sergeant Jerry Purcell of the FEM Police Department, wishing all of our area residents a safe and happy winter season. Imagine the possibilities with the Topless State Bank. This is Justin Naders. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk to your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Totopolis State Bank. And Totopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. Isn't that aroma just heavenly? What's with the whispering? Inside this grill is the secret to winning game days. Mmm-hmm. Eckridge Smoked Sausage, crafted with a perfect medley of spices for a truly rich, savory taste. So easy to prepare, too. Now hand me one of those buns. Whoa, whoa. Keep your voice down. Marty, you're still whispering? Secrets out, buddy. Eckridge.com has dozens of simple, mouth-watering recipes for everyone to win game days this season. Some people just know that the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the tailgater who's testing the laws of physics with a table and a grill and six camping chairs all balanced on the roof of a small sedan. Make that four camping chairs. Why would you pay a rate based on anyone else? Get a rate based on you with DriveWise and the Allstate app. Not available in California subject to terms and conditions. Some states' participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, a rate could increase with high-risk driving. Safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. And now, this outpouring of love for Tom Brady is what we are beginning with today. Everyone showering this man with love and goatness. How about it? The starting lineup. Almost every single one of Brady's Super Bowls has been clouded with controversy, and that seems what people are forgetting. And let's not forget that so a couple Super Bowls were gifted to him. The tuck rule, the... You can't the blame him for the referee stuff. You can't blame referee. him, but he benefited from it. Okay, everyone gets a call. They benefited from it last night as well. Which which rule? Which, which one of those penalties? Whenever the Chiefs are holding... That was so ticky-tacky. Come on. Don't it's a Super Bowl. Let him play. On 98.9 The Game. 
Air Cry Sports Center update. St. Louis Blues are gearing up for their game against the Dallas Stars at Enterprise Center tomorrow night. Blues will look for their third win in a row after coming back to beat the Blackhawks 7-5 on Saturday. St. Louis now 17-15-1 on the season. The Bulls look to get back in the win column when they host the Atlanta Hawks at United Center night. Bulls had their three-game winning streak snapped when they lost to Cleveland 109-95 last Saturday. Chicago now 13-18 on the season. Tonight's game to tough at 7 o'clock. The Blackhawks are getting ready for their game against Winnipeg Jets at United Center tomorrow night. Hawks are on a two-game losing streak after that game in St. Louis. Chicago now 10-22-1. Tomorrow's game begins at 8 o'clock. The Pacers are in Houston to battle the Rockets tonight in the opener of a two-game road trip. Pacers will then visit Chicago on Thursday before returning home. Indiana has lost two in a row and six of its last seven. Following Saturday's 117-110 setback to the Magic, the Pacers sit at 14-14 on the season. The Broncos have released safety Kareem Jackson. Denver made the move on Monday after facing a deadline. Either add Jackson to the team's 53-man roster or release him. ESPN reports the Broncos hope to sign Jackson to the practice squad if he clears waivers. 35-year-old safety was coming back from a four-game suspension after his hit on Minnesota Viking quarterback Josh Dobbs on November 19th. Jackson has been suspended twice this season for repeated violations of unnecessary roughness rules. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9. Travis Sparks here, Eric Fry over there with the uh, Sports Center Reads. And a uh, spoiler alert, we will have more stuff to say about that game against the Blackhawks and Blues oh. Oh. as well. So rest assured I'll take that. take your word on that. <laughs> but uh, now we'll also talk about a, another game that took place in uh, St. Louis at that very same arena the night before as on a Friday bragging rights brag 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 as the uh, Illini got the uh, dub over Missouri and this one wasn't even uh, close as Missouri they dominated us last year but I love that Terrence Shannon Jr. didn't want any part of it this year and uh, Coleman Hawkins as well of course those two guys coming back for the Illini they were not gonna let uh, the Tigers do what Missouri did last year they were the ones that put it on them as they won this one in a commanding, dominating fashion. Whatever adjective you want to use that rhymes or that has any sort of similarities to dominating, that's what the Illini did. 97 to 73, almost put a hundo on the Tigers there. And Enterprise to take back bragging rights. Yeah, it was a great game from the Illini. I mean, it was outstanding. It was superb. Um you know, the, the the starting five gave you what you needed. 30 from Shannon. Uh, Greer had 28. Hawkins had 15. Damascus with 10. Um, you know, Rogers, we've, we've talked about all season about his points, but he gave you nine rebounds, including, mm-hmm. you know, six on the offensive side. That's huge. Um, of the 35 rebounds for the Illini, uh, they out, you know, they or oh. 51 rebounds. I'm sorry. 35 yeah. rebounds uh, was Missouri. So they obviously out-rebounded him to death, got to the free-throw line 31 times, made 22 of those 31 free-throws, shot 49% from the field, 33% from three, and again, Travis, I'm going to say, this is a great win for the Illini, but this is the exact same thing they did in New York. They lived up to the moment, and they played out of their mind. Mm-hmm. 49% from the field is not their average. It's not what they've done all year. They get up for big moments, which makes me feel good come March because exactly. that's a pretty big moment. Yeah. 
makes me feel good for the Big Ten tournament because that's a pretty big moment. Mm-hmm. If this Illini team can keep playing up for the big moments, I may start to believe in them. But yeah. how many stumbles and falls are we going to have leading up to that? Mm. Well, you know, and is uh, chaos, and that's going to be uh, coming up in, in the uh, new year. But it's not that good this year. Yeah. No, right? We can all say strong. that. It's not what it's been in years past. No. No. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. Uh, but it's not going to be uh, what happened there in uh, New York as we don't have a uh, top 25 team Correct. on the road that's going to be uh, up against us. It's fairly Dickerson who's going to be uh, mm-hmm. uh, the next opponent, the next victims before we start a Big Ten play uh, there. Another 8 o'clock tip yep. as well. Yep. And that's going to be on a Friday night there at Assembly Hall. Yep. Uh, there, but what I liked about the Illini uh, was not only their offensive performance, but their defense performance uh, was uh, great as well. It seemed like Mizzou couldn't miss last year. Well, that was the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. This year, they scored the first two points, but it was all Illini after that, and they ended up uh, shooting 26% from the field. They were one for 13 uh, from uh, beyond the arc, while the uh, Alina did jack up their fair share of threes, go figure, but uh, they were hitting them, including Coleman Hawkins going three or five from deep as well. But uh, what I liked about the Illini was that they only had uh, 10 turnovers in the game and they had uh, 17 assists as well. And uh, Mizzou only had six assists in the whole game. So uh, their assist to turnover ratio was outstanding. And uh, that's one of the things that's kind of been a bugaboo of past Illini squads was the turnovers, and uh, it wasn't there mm-hmm. on Friday night. So mm-hmm. uh, great, great bragging rights win, and that's exactly what you need uh, there. And I think at this point right now as we sit here, and I'm looking at bracketology, Travis, right now, if mm-hmm. you're an Illini fan, you would gladly end the season right now. Right now. Illinois currently a third seed. Yeah. With – they're the, the two above them, UConn and Kansas. I'm not scared of either one of those two teams, really. Mm-hmm. You've already beat Kansas. Four is Memphis, five Colorado State, and six is Alabama. Those, you're avoiding Purdue. You're avoiding FAU. You're avoiding Tennessee. You're avoiding Marquette. You're avoiding Arizona. You're avoiding a lot of good teams if you stay in that region. Yeah. If you consider FAU a good team. Well, at least seed-wise. Yeah. Seed-wise. Because apparently the uh, AP voters uh, agree with uh, FAU being the better squad Mm -hmm. uh, because that's what, uh, of course, Atlanta Nation's got to have something to be up in arms about. And uh, Monday, yesterday, came out the polls, and uh, the Atlanta moved up a couple of spots to uh, number 11. And then I was like, why is everyone so upset about the polls? Because uh, Marquette is right above us. They beat us, so they should be ranked ahead of us. Mm-hmm. But if you look up a couple of spots further, it's the Owls of FAU as they're currently ranked number seven. As I know, they did just beat Arizona. They did. So that was uh, a big one for them. Yep. But they are at number seven. They jumped up seven spots. So I think that's what people were uh, mad about. Here's here's what I'm going to say. I understand being upset if you're the Illini. I get it. I understand. But, again, they beat number four Arizona. Yes, took yeah. double overtime, but they did beat number four. Illinois has not beaten a team ranked that high yet this year. And FAU has ten wins. Illinois has nine. Yeah. They both lost the same amount. I get it. We beat them. I get it. 
but they've played another game and they beat a top five team, which we have not yet done this season. Yeah. yeah. Now, when so we knock still off up. Purdue, then exactly. I'll be upset. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Now you're starting to come around. <laughs> That'll be in a few weeks before we can yes. have that opportunity uh, to do uh, that because we match up on January, the yep. uh, Boilermakers. Yep. And what day is that? That's probably a Tuesday. That's probably uh, uh No, I think it's a Friday. Game. They probably do. I always have a game on Yeah, it'll probably day. be first games back after uh, – holiday break yep uh we're in dietrich that night so yep. of course yep <laughs> it's a 7 30 tip though so maybe you get to see a little bit of there the game second half there uh we don't have a lot of time left here on the start of lineup but we got to get you the top three top three moments from the extended sports weekend to uh, close out the show the starting lineup from 98.9 the game studios we'll be right back This is Lucas Kroenig with a message from the FNM Fire Department. As a firefighter, I've witnessed the devastating consequences of vehicle accidents. Let's stay focused. Distracted driving kills. Keep your eyes on the road and off your phone. Buckle up. Seatbelts save lives. It's a simple action that can prevent serious injuries. Also, let's protect our little ones. Use proper car seats for children to ensure their safety. And always check the back seat. Don't forget about loved ones or pets before leaving the car. Let's prioritize car safety. Together, we can save lives. And now... This is like Christmas morning. Everybody has a chance. It is opening day. Baseball is back. We've waited since the last out was made in that World Series, and it's finally here. There's a reason why I haven't talked yet. and I think opening day is overrated. The starting lineup. Oh, boy. I enjoy the final day of the season more than opening day. And I'm not saying it's not an exciting day, but... There's 162 more games ahead of us. Like, this is the first one. This is first one back after months. It's just a Welcome back in. Let's start a lineup. Here on 98.9, uh, only here on 98.9, which is a, a smidge a bit longer. But we got to close out uh, today's uh, show uh, talking about an extended sports weekend. So we got to narrow it down to three. It's the top three from the sports weekend. Maybe. And now, it's time for the top three. Peter today is shaking off the... Uh, Vacation vibes, yes, very much so. Uh, But I'll start off with my number three. We just talked about it, so I won't go into any more detail. It's the bragging rights game. Always nice when we can win, but always nice when we do it in a blowout, getting revenge last year over the Tigers. And high parades by the Mizzou coach. Ah, nice. Said the Atlanta are a Final Four team. Well, that's all you want to hear. My number uh, one is Luca. 50 points yesterday. Second player in NBA history with 50 points and 15 assists in a game during James Harden in 2016. And in doing so, he reached 10,000 career points. Yeah, very nice. Uh, my number two moment from the uh, sports weekend that occurred there in uh, St. Louis as well on a Saturday. I told you I had more to say about it. Mm-hmm. 
It was the Blackhawks. I loved everyone going crazy for Connor Bedard. He pulled the Michigan. He had that great goal. Everyone loved it. And then what did you do in the third period? You blew it. You blew it. Five goals there in the third period by St. Louis. Jordan Cairo was a couple of those. And Blues with a comeback victory over the Blackhawks. 7-5. to five. Travis, we are one player. We are not a team. Get out of here, Chicago. We are one player. We are not a team. Well, yeah, you thought they'd won the Stanley Cup after that Michigan goal. No. I mean, Connor Bedard's a great player. But he's not going to carry that team. He can only, Yeah, he can only do so much. He can only do so much. He can't goal. He can't be the goalie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Need some help there. Uh, my number two, Travis, going back to Brian Wright's, is that it was announced this uh, Friday morning, I believe it was, before the game, that Brian Wright's has been extended through 2029. So we will continue to have bragging rights at the Enterprise Center through 2029. That announcement was made uh, earlier in the day on Friday, and I'm sure after the game, Missouri was like, are we sure we want to do this? <laughs> are we sure we want to keep doing this until 2029? But you already yeah. signed the paperwork. It's already been announced. It's extended. Exactly. So uh, now we just need to come keep to them football. coming. Yes. Still have to wait a few All more right. years uh, for that. And who knows, by that time, Illinois Mizzou may be conference <laughs> Could potentially <laughs> <Who knows>? be. <laughs> That's right. Uh, my number one uh, from the uh, sports weekend was that, uh, thank goodness, the uh, Christmas Day fell on a Monday this year because I watched zero minutes of NBA basketball yesterday. I couldn't pretend to watch NBA basketball. I watched three games of NFL on Christmas Day, spent it with family as well, had it on in the background, and it was just a glorious Christmas with football on the television screen, uh, minus basketball. You miss Lucas 50-burger. I missed it. Uh, my, my number three, Travis, was just the funny uh, photo, and to be fair, I actually saw it this morning, of Taylor Swift comforting Brittany Mahomes oh, after yeah. the game. Like, she knows how to comfort someone <laughs> after a football loss. She doesn't uh, understand what losing to the Raiders means for the Chiefs. It's okay. It's just a game. It's all good. They still get paid. Uh, it's good. Man, props to CBS, the director who showed that <laughs> hey, there at the very end. Quick trigger finger. you got to always have a camera. You never know what's going to happen. Oh, uh, yes. Good stuff. Good on you, whoever shot that. You that was a bonus. A that was amazing. Cameraman, director, all of them deserve a bonus. Yeah. Because uh, that uh, was magic. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty what humorous. Mean, it's okay. <laughs> it's just a game. <laughs> just imagine that's what you... It's just a game. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's the Raiders. <laughs> you don't understand. Absolutely. That was a glorious... Clarious moment. All right, so uh, that'll do it for us here on uh, Terrestrial Radio. We'll switch things over to uh, the uh, podcast, but uh, coming up next is uh, Carlin versus uh, Joe here on ESPN Radio. Enjoy. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game.
Welcome in and welcome into overtime of the start of lineup. Coming up here, we got uh, some of this date in uh, sports history on a uh, post-holiday. And we also got Pick'em to uh, recap as well. We had an extended uh, Pick'em. A lot of uh, games on the family of networks that we picked. Plus, even though Travis did not watch any of it, I will tell you a little bit more about uh, Lucas 50. A little bit more about the NBA? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> All right, very well. And is there anything on SportsCenter that you wanted to hit on? Yeah, the Jags are hoping their star quarterback escaped a major injury. Trevor Lawrence will undergo further testing after injuring his shoulder during the team's loss to the Bucks last Sunday. Mm-hmm. C.J. Bethard, Bethard would start against the Panthers on Sunday. Florence can't play. Thank goodness they just take on the Panthers. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think they'll be all right. Be okay this week. The Lakers are taking a hit to their backcourt depth. ESPN Reports guard Gabe Vincent will undergo arthroscopic surgery on his left knee and is expected to be sidelined for six to eight weeks. Vincent underwent palate rich plasma therapy on the knee and returned for the Los Angeles game against the Bulls December 20th. After dealing with more knee soreness, the guard has opted for the cleanup surgery. Vincent averaged 5.4 points in just five games a season. Travis, mm-hmm. Lakers. Guard down. If only there was a player that a team is trying to get rid of mm-hmm. that was a guard who could come in and help, who yeah. wants to be a Laker. Yeah. Only that could happen. Mm-hmm. I think there is someone. Oh, yeah, there is. It's, his name's Zach Levine. Yeah. So make it happen, LeBron. Yeah. Make it a, make it a possibility. Yep. Make it a reality. Yep. For Eric and the Bulls' yes, sake. Yes, let's just quit this. <laughs> and now you're even more desperate, so you're going to give us more. Yeah. Give us more. Uh, Draymond Green could be nearing his return to the hardwood. ESPN reports the Warriors forward has been participating in periodic virtual meetings designed to chart his progress toward reinstatement. Green, of course, was suspended by the NFL indefinitely after throwing a punch at Nurkic on December 12th. 33-year-old Green will need to meet certain league and team conditions in order to return to game action. And, Travis, I am upset that those conditions have not been made public. We need to make whatever it is he needs to do public so everyone knows what it was he had to do. That's what I think. Two, three, four, five, six, seven... Missed seven games so far. I mean, I I thought he was going to be be back for Christmas Day. I he said did. that, so I I missed that one. Mm-hmm. But it seems like I'm not very far off. Yeah, I knew some salary conditions was like if he does if he has to be suspended longer than like 25 games. I said it on the show, there's no way he was going to be more than 25. No. no. <sighs> yeah. Just ridiculous that they didn't put a number on it. Yep. Yep. And finally, Travis, as if you needed more reason to look at uh, the line for it, Florida State quarterback Tate Roadmaker is entering the transfer portal. ESPN reports the former three-star prospect came to the decision on Monday. Signal caller signed with the Seminoles in 2020, was a redshirt junior this past season. He threw for 134 yards and no touchdowns when he took over for the injured Jordan Travis in the game against Florida. However, Roadmaker was held out of the ACC championship against Louisville after sustaining an injury of his own. He finished the season with 510 yards and five touchdowns in nine appearances, and he will not be playing against Georgia. Mm, nope. So third-string quarterback, second-string running back. It's going to be great for, <laughs> oh, for FSU Georgia. And you can hear it on 98.9 the game. This could have been a big prove-it game. I know it could have. Like, for Instead, the Seminoles. everyone is throwing it away. Yeah. 
<laughs> everyone's like, oh, I, I'm out. I want the coach to not show up. Like, that's how much I don't – I now I just want no one to be there. I want yeah. it to just be like the third team offense, the second team defense, and – Put a kicker in at quarterback. Like I, I don't care at this point. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it is. It it's is frustrating. Sad. Yeah, it is. Again, I sat here and argued on this show about why they should be in and how they needed to make a case and prove it and win against Georgia, and make it happen. And and instead, they're just like, "All right, we're not we're not in the the playoffs, so we just don't care." Mm-hmm. Right. When again, you could make a legitimate argument to the committee that hey, you missed out because we beat Georgia. Right. Yeah, they could have made a, a big statement. Nope. But nope. Nope. They didn't. They're not. Nope. They're not going to. Nope. nope. We're just gonna just gonna fold. Mm. Nope. Yep. That is uh, Sports Center. So there's that. All right. Uh, let's get to uh, this date in sports history. Okay. This date in sports history. Let me scroll down here. A Premier League starting up, did you know? All right. Anyways, on yesterday, Travis, 2008, the Lakers defeated the 27-2 and Celtics, making Phil Jackson the sixth coach to win 1,000 games. He became the fastest to do so, surpassing Patrick Riley. Mm-hmm. December 25th, 2011, Derrick Rose drives and lofts the game-winning bucket versus the Lakers. Due to the NBA lockout, the Bulls' 88-87 victory is both teams' first game of the season. The five Christmas games marked the first day of the abbreviated NBA season that year. Hmm. Also on that day, Clay Thompson made his NBA debut back in 2011. He had seven points and hit his first career three in the Warriors' 19-point loss to the Clippers. Hmm. I think he's made a few more threes since then. Yeah, just a couple. Uh, Chris Williams with 31 points and 13 rebounds, and the Cavs came back from a 14-point fourth-quarter deficit to beat the Warriors 109-108. Kyrie Irvin had 25 points and hit the game-winning jumper with three seconds remaining. The first go-ahead field goal in the final five seconds on Christmas Day since Derrick Rose in 2011. Hmm. And finally, Christmas Day 2020, Alvin Kamara records six touchdowns, all rushing, and a win against the Vikings, tied for the most touchdowns in a game in NFL history. Hmm. Today. Yeah. Today, December 26th. Six touchdowns. Yeah, that's insane. All on the ground. I hope you had him in your fantasy team. Not that year. Not no. that, yeah. Uh, December 26th, 1998, Randy Moss catches the last of his 15 receiving touchdowns, establishing the NFL rookie record for his touch- receiving touchdowns in a season. Hmm. December 26, 2001, Patrick Waugh of the Colorado Avalanche becomes the first goaltender in NHL history to reach 500 career wins. Hmm. December 26, 2004, Peyton Manning throws two touchdown passes to give him the NFL season season record of 49. As the Colts beat the Chargers 34-31, Manning would finish the year with 49 touchdowns, a record that would be broken by Tom Brady in 07, and then again by Manning in 2013. Hmm. And finally, December 26, 2011, Kyrie Irving, Kawhi Leonard, Isaiah Thomas, and Kemba Walker all made their NBA debuts. Ooh. One of those is not like the other. <laughs> no. Which one is that? No. I don't know. Maybe you can figure it out. Yeah, figure it Kyrie, out. Kyrie, Kawhi, Isaiah Thomas, and Kemba. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I know the answer. <laughs> and that's uh, this day in sports history. That's this date. All right. Very well. All right. So uh, we need to get to, uh, well, actually... For uh, Pickham, did we want to get to? Had 50, uh, reached 10,000 career points. He did it in 358 games. That's the fastest 
to 10,000 career points by games played since Michael Jordan did it in 303. Uh, he's also the second fastest player to 10,000 points, 2,500 rebounds, and 2,500 assists, trailing only Oscar Robinson with 334. Hmm. It's his third career 50-point 10-assist game, which is tied for the second most in NBA history, trailing only James Harden. He scored or assisted on 82 points, Travis. That's the most by a player on Christmas Day. Wow. That, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. And uh, Luca has 25-plus points in 17 straight games. That is a, that's a good, you know, 25-plus 20, points in 17 straight games is a pretty good streak to have. Mm-hmm. So, um, let's see. Uh, the Suns, on the opposite side of things, they were on the opposite side of that game. They were. They're now 14-15 and 15 on the season. They were outscored 37-22 to 22 in the fourth quarter, Travis. Yeah, ouch. They have a minus 96-point differential in the fourth quarter this year. Oof. That is the worst in the NBA. Yeah. That's not when you're supposed to be giving up 96 points. No. That, you, the fourth quarter is when you should at least be even, close to even, if not a little ahead to put away games. Mm. They're giving up 96 points. Yeah. That's awful. Yeah, and I was uh, watching something on uh, X uh, about uh, Woj talking about the Suns and it's kind of how they kind of really crippled themselves with the Bradley Beal and mm-hmm. KD's trades of, like, mm-hmm. they give up so much to acquire those two guys and um, Beal hasn't been healthy and uh, they had to fill out their roster with just yep. Yep. league minimum players because... They don't have any assets to go out there and try to build a other team around. And yesterday, Travis, Durant the had three. 16 points and only took 11 shots despite playing 43 minutes. That's the second most minutes played in the game this season. Hmm. And you only take 11 shots. That's not All right. Good. From KD. Yeah. He should be putting up more shots. Like, I'm never one to say, let him keep shooting. But when you're paying KD and he's out there for 43 minutes... He needs to take more than 11 shots in a game. Yeah. Those 11 shots, by the way, are tied for his fewest in a game this season. Hmm. So, there you go. Um, let's talk about uh, one of the other Christmas games as uh, Jokic. Yep. 26 points, 4-12 shooting, but he went 18 of 18 at the free throw line in the 121-14 victory against the Warriors. That is Lucas' most made free throws in a game in his career. The most free throws without a miss in a game on Christmas Day all time. The tied for the second most free throws made in a game on Christmas Day all time. Tied for the most free throws without a miss in a game in Nuggets history, Travis. Mm. And Steve Kerr was not happy. No, he, he wasn't. We heard it before uh, we came on the uh, uh, the show. Quote, it's a parade to the free throw line, and it's disgusting to disgusting. watch. Disgusting. Why? Because your players can't draw fouls? <laughs> Uh, As a team, the Nuggets finished with 32 free throw attempts, tied for the most in a game this season. They made 25 of them after entering Monday with the worst free throw percentage in the NBA. Just whine and complain some yeah. more. Yeah. Nuggets shot 6-6 six six on free throws in clutch time, while the Warriors did not shoot a free throw. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. They only scored four points in clutch time. Sorry. Uh, Steph had 18. He's been Oops. held under 20 points in nine of his 10 career Christmas Day games. Mm-hmm. He's averaged 15.6 points on Christmas Day, the fewest on a single date in his career. Yeah. Mm. 
I see you, Steph Curry. And yep. He's also, over. He's done. I also see uh, Brandon Podzinski there yeah. as well. Former Illini. Ooh, uh, well, whoa. we don't claim him. Oh, sorry. Because he balled out at Santa Clara. That's what got him gotcha. on the spotlight. So he only played in 17 games, and he came off the bench, and he only averaged a point a game. Would you rather claim him or Curbelo, Travis? No. Yeah, that's what I thought. Neither. Sure enjoyed uh, celebrating that Big Ten championship that you were on there, a pod playing only 17 games. I didn't know this would be such a... Oh, he took the social media about it and just using it as motivation. Glad that he still thinks of us because we don't really think of him. I'm happy for him that he balled out at Santa Clara and got him an invite to the league, but you think about us more than we think about you. Just saying. That took a turn I wasn't expecting. Oh, I had to get it in today because I, <laughs> I saw the uh, the tweet on uh, it wasn't even, yeah it was on Christmas Eve. It said two years ago at this time I had 17 did not plays and only played garbage time. A year ago at this time I wasn't on any draft boards. Five months ago all I heard was that I was a bust. Start of the year out of the rotation and now I'm starting for the best franchise in the NBA. If I can do it, you can too. Hashtag. Hashtag if I can do it, you can too. On uh, December or on Christmas Eve, Podzinski. Well, that just tells you the the makeup of those Illini teams. They were really good teams. Yeah. Sorry, you couldn't start. Sorry, there was better talent in front of you. Right, exactly. Like you and, were gonna, like that, you were gonna play more time than a fifth year Trent Frazier. Yeah, and and that's the mentality of so many of the Utes of today. And I'm gonna be the old man yelling <laughs> airplanes on my front porch. Problem with the youth of today. Oh, I'm not starting. I'm transferring. Oh, I could have. I could have. I could have. Yeah, you could have. Yeah. But could have, would have, and should have. Yeah, I mean, he definitely would have gotten more playing time if he would have stuck around. Yeah. But. He wanted to start now. Mm-hmm. Which, again, and I've heard it so many times, Travis, that is a player betting on themselves, and he won. Right. Yeah. Let's bring up the aforementioned Cabello. Mm-hmm. He bet on himself because he wasn't happy with how he was at Illinois, and he's now in his third college. Right. Doing nothing, and he's off draft boards, and there is not an NBA team, I think, in the world that's going to try and draft him. Right. When, when he was at Illinois his first year, there were rumblings. Yeah. He was on the radar. He was on the radar. Yep. But now he's at Southern Mississippi. <laughs> yep. Not anymore. Not anymore. So, again, you can bet on yourself and win, and you can bet on yourself and lose. Yeah. That's the way it goes. Uh, Celtics got a 126-115 win against the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Um, so, LeBron falls. Yeah, the Lakers lose again. Yep. Two and six since yep. the tournament. Uh, LeBron had 16 points tied for the fewest in a game this season and his fewest in a Christmas Day game in his career. Mm. Jalen Brunson got the win as the Knicks snapped their nine-game losing streak against the Bucks. Winning 129-122. Yep. The Knicks now have 24 wins on Christmas, tied with the Lakers for the most all-time. Brunson had 38 points in the win. Nice. He did not have a turnover either. That's pretty good. 38 points and no turnovers, you'll take Mm -hmm. that. Julius Randle had 24 as well. R.J. Barrett had 21. 
Yeah, he'll take it. Yep. Giannis had 32, but Dame Lillard um, had 32, marking it the first time the Bucks had lost when he had 30-plus points. They were 10-0 and entering Monday. Mm. So, and uh, Joel Embiid and Jimmy Butler didn't play as the Heat won, 119-113 yeah. against the 76ers. He'd have won nine straight games on Christmas, tied for the second longest win streak on the holiday all time. Jakeem Jaquez Jr. had 31 points, 10 rebounds, becoming the fifth rookie in NBA history with 30 points and 10 rebounds in a Christmas Day game, joining Patrick Ewing, Walt mm-hmm. Bellamy, Oscar Robinson, and Wilt Chamberlain. That's a pretty good group to be a part of. Wow. Tyler Hero had 22, and Bam added 26. What a list. 76ers, by the way, Travis, 0 and 4 without Embiid this season. Yeah. Tyrese Maxey was 4 of 20 from the field. Mm. Ugh. Yeah. And Tobias Harris had 27 points. Not good. Not good. So, there you go. That is uh, your NBA recap for you. It's your NBA. All right. Very well. We're ready to recap Pick'em? Yeah. What we got left? Yeah, I think that's what we got left here. Pick'em. Can I say football pick'em? Because we had... We did. Basketball in there, yeah, too. Yeah, you, you can... It's more start college. Mm-hmm. And we're going to start with a bowl game that, again, you heard over on 98.9 The Game on Thursday, which was the last time that we... Oh, no, we already did Thursday. Never mind. Because uh, that was UCF and Syracuse, and UC on Travis got a point for that one. Friday night, you had bragging rights. Yep. Illinois minus six and a half. We both went Illini. We both got wins there. Oh, yeah. Easily. Easy. Easy covers. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Uh, Next up, we had the Carmelo Bowl, which was Northern Illinois against Arkansas State. So Arkansas State minus three. Travis went Northern Illinois. I went Northern Illinois, and Northern Illinois won by two. 21 to 19. So that's a a win for both of us. Mm -hmm. Next up on Saturday, our second bowl game that we had. Um, it was uh, Georgia State and Utah State in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. And it was Utah State minus one and a half. Travis went Utah State. I went Georgia State. And Georgia State got the 45-22 win. So big win there. I took a win. Travis took an L on that one. Then on our final game, which was the Hawaii Bowl. It was Coastal Carolina against San Jose State. Coastal Carolina was the underdog as San Jose State was minus nine. And we both went with Coastal, and Coastal got the win, mm-hmm. 24 to 14. So we'll take yep. wins on those. Sunday action, it was the Colts taking on the Falcons. Falcons minus two and a half. Travis went with the Colts. I went with the Colts. We both took L's on the Colts. Thanks, uh, Colts. Thanks, Indy. Appreciate yeah. you. Thanks a lot. Then we had Lions minus three against the Vikings. Travis went with the Lions. I went with the Vikings because I was obviously not paying attention. Uh, <laughs> Lions got the win there, so give Travis a point on that one. Uh, then it was Cardinals at the Bears. Bears minus four. Travis went with the Bears. I went with the Cardinals. Again, not paying attention. And uh, the Bears got a win on that one because the Cardinals are worse than the Bears. Then on Christmas Day, we had the Bucks minus three and a half against the Knicks. We both went with the Bucks. I think if I remember exactly correct. We said, this shouldn't even be close. And the Knicks ended up getting the win, so we <laughs> both looked great there. Yeah. And Warriors at Nuggets. We both went with Nuggets. It was Nuggets minus five and a half, Travis. Uh-huh. And it was the Nuggets getting the win by five. Hmm. By six, I'm sorry. By six. By so six. we both got wins there. 
We both, just we both took wins in that one just barely. Just so, barely. Got where it. does that leave us at this point in the season? If you have been perfect, you'd have 314 points. Travis, you're mm -hmm. at 119. Okay. I'm at 122. So you've narrowed the gap. It's down to three points. Nice. Record-wise, if you'd be perfect, you'd be 149 and 0. Travis, you are 87 and 61. Mm -hmm. And I'm 98 and 52. Mm. But we got. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Twelve games to pick this week. Twelve. Twelve. Wow. And we start with tonight, Travis, is right here oh. on 98.9 The Game. Well, first of all, hold on. Before we get to that, mm -hmm. shout out Northwestern getting the win 14-7 to <laughs> over Utah. Yeah. Good job. And Las Vegas Bowl. Las Vegas Bowl, Northwestern. Most improved team in the Big Ten. Can we say that? I mean, yeah, no one was expecting them anything, after everything that they were anything. after they dismissed and, Fitzgerald and everything that they and went then through. And I can't believe I missed this on my top three. I was gonna put it on there. James Madison, you let me down. You made it to a bowl and you lost yeah. by ten to Air Force. Mm -hmm. Shut up, James Madison. I carried the flag for you, and the week I did, you lost. And now you get to a bowl game, which you weren't supposed to be, but you got in because not enough teams qualified, and then you lose. Yeah. Well, Shut like up, 10. James Madison. I'm done with you. <laughs> I'm glad your coach left. Well, yeah, definitely write him off now. Yeah. Done. Coach is gone. Get out of here. <laughs> the run is over. It's for over. James Madison. All right. So tonight, Travis, Uh huh. we have the guaranteed rate bowl or the down arrow bowl. <laughs> so. Yes. It is uh, in at Chase Field in Arizona, which I don't know why you couldn't play at a guaranteed right field. It just makes sense in Chicago, right? Like, guaranteed right I mean, field for the guaranteed right bowl. It just put those two together, not Chase well, Field. Well, you know. That's a I, different banking company, Chase. Guarante I don't know if they work together or not. But. I don't know, but I'd rather go to Arizona or Chicago on <laughs> December 26th, even though it is unseasonably warm. But Travis, in a couple of years, we'll have a dome there in Chicago. It's true, so, so it won't we can matter. Get some bowl games. Exactly, it won't we can get matter. Get some bowl games in Chicago soon. Don't worry. We'll we'll make a new bowl game for Chicago. We'll call it the Toilet Bowl. Uh, Ouch. Perfect. Well, especially well, if you're gonna play at the White Sox Stadium, then that's what it would be. The down arrow. Yeah. Yeah. The Toilet Bowl. The toilet Bowl. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, they got to do something with it. If the White Sox are going to Nashville, they gotta figure out something. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so tonight, it's Kansas and UNLV mm -hmm. at Chase Field. Kansas. Now, right now, it says Kansas minus 10.5, Travis. I locked in this morning at Kansas minus 13. Oh, jeez. So, it has had a big shift since I locked in this morning. So, we're going to go with 13. Okay. So, Kansas minus 13. Travis, who you got tonight? Oof. Coverage starts at uh, 7 o'clock over on 99 in the game. I mean, since it moved That's so much. Jump. Yeah. Uh, so that worries me a little but, bit. But who are they playing? UNLV, Las mm -hmm. Vegas. They're just waking up and making their, making their wagers. That's why the line <laughs> is moving. It's true. Uh, but that scares me, so I'm going to pick UNLV here. Travis is going UNLV. Plus 13. Plus 13. Uh-huh. I'll go UNLV as well. I would easily say Kansas, but I think their starting quarterback is out. Right, yeah, I was so just going to say. So I think that is why that line is moving, if I had to guess. So 
Uh, other bowls, Travis, we have coming up this week and other broadcasts we have on 99 The Game. Are you ready for this? It's a jam-packed week. Mm-hmm. We have got, coming up tomorrow, the Duke's Mayo Bowl between North Carolina and West Virginia. Nice. So we will have that one. And then following that, we'll have the Texas A&M Oklahoma State and the Texas Bowl, the Tax Act Texas Bowl. Nice. Taking place in Houston. That is on Wednesday. On... Thursday, we will have Rutgers in Miami in the Bad Boy Mowers Pinstripe Bowl. Nice. And then we'll follow that up with the uh, ah the Pop Tarts Bowl between mm-hmm. 18 NC State and 25 Kansas State. So look forward to that. Yeah. And then the night capper on Thursday will be Arizona and Oklahoma in the Alamo Bowl. The Alamo Bowl. Alamo Bowl. Remember the Alamo. Mm-hmm. Don't forget it. No bowl games on Friday because we have a line eye basketball. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday, Travis. Yeah, we now got, we're starting to get some of the bigger ones. Well, we got the Orange Bowl with Georgia and Florida State. Um, Just so, some bigger bowls in right. general, though. We also have Old Miss and Penn State uh, in the Peach Bowl there. Yes, the uh, Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Yep, and then on Monday... Liberty and Oregon in the Fiesta Bowl. Right now, Oregon favored by 17 in that one. And then the two college football semifinal games. That's right. And squeezed in there, by the way, we also have an NFL game, Dolphins at the Ravens. Mm, That's that's a good one. That's a good one as well. We got lots of good games going on 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 the game. Absolutely. Absolutely. January 1st coming up, the semifinals. We'll have a lot of pick them. Also, programming note. No starting lineup Thursday or Friday because of basketball tournaments. Right, exactly. So tomorrow will be our final show of the week. Final show of the week on a on a. I almost said Tuesday. It is Tuesday today. It is Tuesday today. You're right. Tomorrow will be Wednesday. Tomorrow will be Wednesday. We That's how calendar. We can call it Friday. That's how calendars work. We're gonna call it Friday tomorrow because it's our last show of the week. Eh, I mean, Friday would imply that we have no more work for the rest of the week and our. That certainly is not the case. Our work is just getting started with yes. the basketball tournaments. Oh, yeah. And everything. Tournament, tournament, tournaments. Going on. So uh, some are still awaiting it to uh, tip off. Some don't tip off until Thursday. Yep. Uh, there. So yep. we'll some, up, some we'll, Wednesday. Yep. We'll update you as we uh, go along, along the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, again, no starting lineup, though, Thursday or Friday. Yes. So... Check that and make schedules appropriately. Final final for you, Travis. What was an awesome game. I know this is dated by the time, but I don't care. 72-70, making Meridian, Meridian got the win. Ooh, it ended up being a close game. Yes. Uh, Pena came out and put up 20 in the third. Outscored him 20-16 to 16 to claw back into it, make it a, a two-point game. Mm-hmm. And then it was Meridian outscoring him 18-17 in that fourth quarter. Get the 72-70 win. Wow. That sounds like a good game. So Yeah. Thus far, we've had an upset, and we had a really good game where Meridian won, and Meridian's the four, Payne is the eight, but they're right there. Now it will be Okaw Valley and Nokomis in action. Yeah, very well. Vandalia turning off to a Hot nice start, start yeah. uh, there. So we'll be monitoring those holiday tournaments. You can uh, check out the results on the website there as we go along. All right, so we're out of here for the day. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. And we will talk to you tomorrow for our last show of the week. Peace out.